Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of the Chicoders Podcast. This is episode number 107. 107. And I am here with my usual suspect of Dawn doing stuff. What's doing? Nats is sleeping in. We're giving him a break because he's just been working way too hard. You know, way too hard, just, you know, so. We'll just trying to bring the podcast, podcasting game out to London. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, he can have a sleep in. But <laughs> it's a very special episode today because we are here in the rain. And we are enjoying it because it's washing out the fires. Oh, yeah. But there's only one fire you can't wash out. And it's created by two individuals with brilliant minds, with amazing In- minds, with, with inquisitive <laughs> minds. I really, yes, I really nice. hunger for the knowledge that they are about to deliver on this podcast with their wise words yes, and yes. their delicious paragraphs of... <laughs> Thoughts and <laughs> creativity. We have Justin. Yo, yo, yo. And we have Anthony. What's up? And together they form a duo named INQ, <laughs> aka Inquisitive Minds. Hey, give it up one time for INQ. How yeah. you guys been? Very, very good, good man. Good. Thank you for having us. No oh. worries, man. Jinx. I haven't How seen many? you guys in ages. Yeah, yeah, you're such a duo that you just, you know, <laughs> just in sync. Stirred enough by the, the beautiful intro. Yeah, That's like amazing. if you, yeah, you're so in sync. Who do you think that between used two, who's the Justin Timberlake of the two? <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right. So B Dills. Oh, Is it okay if I call you B Dills? Because I'm just used to saying that. That's so good. As um, he he's the Justin Timberlake of the group, but <laughs> probably <laughs> I don't know. You never know. We probably have an Aaron Carter as well. Aaron, Aaron Carter or is I'm Nick pretty Carter? Pretty sure Nick Carter. Bro. It's Nick Carter. <laughs> oh sweet. Or that might be Backstreet Boys. I think we're By the way, confusing. We are a hip hop podcast, so <laughs> <laughs> we, we will get yes. down to the nitty gritty of oh, bars oh, and things. So used to as a duo. How long you been as a duo as INQ? As a duo, probably three years now. Yeah. Three years, two nice. and a bit. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then, I yeah. was rapping before. Yeah. Twenty three now, but started around fifteen, and you would have known like around. Yeah, man. Ello. Yeah, that's so, that's how I know you guys off. I knew yeah. you guys off Ello, and you were starting to do your thing, and you did your gully snuff first. Yes. And that was pretty hectic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. I admit, and um. And when did Justin come into the picture of the music scene? Because I know you guys know each other. Yeah, you're related, sure. right? Yeah, yes. yeah. So we're cousins, first, first cousins. cousins. Hey. So, like, I mean, even when he was getting into it, I was I wasn't recording or writing, but I was there. I was spectating. I was always there, chilling out. Hello, place. Video. Mm. Yeah, taking photos, videos. Um, but in regards to actually writing and recording music, probably, like you said, about just over two years. Yeah. So nice. I've probably been writing. Yeah, for that that amount of time yeah and how did you get into it because like did you just see him do it and was like you know I can do it better (laughs) 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 because like you have this nice dynamic of being cousins and I know cousins are competitive as fuck (laughs) like for real like like, if my cousin was like like back in the day I had cousins who play basketball I'm like alright cool I want to be playing basketball Mm. because I want to be better than them (laughs) (laughs) do you have that competitive like rivalry going on between you two in terms of rhyming not really man I feel like one thing that we've always loved about like other duos for like not comparing but like for for example like Outkast you kind of listen to them Mm. but you don't really compare Big Boy to Andre Mm. oh I mean some people do but like you can appreciate them for their own style like they're as good in their own ways I think it's important for like what makes us work is the fact that we can drop our ego when we make music so it's about the benefit of the song rather than 
who raps better. each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there's still got to be I a like little that. bit there's of competition. Yeah. 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 You guys like, are rappers, better. right? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're in a very, like, what you call it, doggy dog friggin' genre of yeah. hip hop. Yeah. And like, I could see, mm. like, like when I was like rapping with Ello and them and the round circle thing, like we were all competing against each other. But that was the thing that lifted us up and elevated us to the next level. For sure. And it kind of like unlocks the, the cheat code for sure. of us, you know? For what sure. Mean? Yeah. I feel like with us, it's it's like the competitive nature comes out when it's um, just getting excited to kind of show each other new shit. Yeah, it's kind of like a, I don't know. It's kind. It's like it's it's like almost unspoken. Like we'd we'd spit and like get excited to show each other our new verses just to be like, I don't know, like um, or even hold back showing each other verses. So when one of us shows one, we'll just randomly pull one out so we can impress each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. but it'll be like it'll be like an unspoken kind of like. Well, I see you. I see you. But, uh, it'll be, see but in our own minds, it'd be like, oh shit, he did that. All right, I want to come harder on the next one. So yeah. definitely there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. As in, like, um, your dynamic as being cousins, and um, and so you you've gr- you grown up together, like like nonstop. You've been through a lot of the, yes. lot of the ups and downs and family stuff. Yeah, and definitely. And yeah. uh, are, did you were you able to? How was that transition for being just cousins? transitioned into being a music duo how is that transition working yeah working yeah. with each because that's other. completely different things yeah, being yeah. Cousins yeah is different <coughs> to being like a duo i yeah. guess like def- there's definitely roots in it from when we like from really young age like early high school we would already be just linking up every weekend to show each other music mm. so unconsciously we were kind of studying it like yeah before we even knew it so i guess it was pretty seamless the transition yeah like because mm. we both like we have a pretty similar work ethic if we're passionate about something where mm-hmm. like we're all there so we nice. kind of match each other in that aspect nice. um and obviously yeah like you said we've always loved music so it was yeah pretty seamless and now we've been able to work it out that we've got a studio out of his house so it's really just it's very easy it's just mm. like making music is just a matter of linking up and hanging out and yes yeah. things will get it's made almost no different yeah. to when we were just hanging out like there's yeah. more responsibility now but we're both passionate enough about it that it gets done we know what needs to be done and there's no like that's dope really like dispute Who, over anything who's the older one out of used to uh, i am justin so you're the queer <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely you heard him rap and he's like oh he's my younger cousin all right i'll rap too <laughs> i'm gonna destroy my younger cousin <laughs> sorry i'm really competitive well, i'm a competitive person i know you're cousins but you guys are not gonna be cousins <laughs> at the end of this podcast. but i like i like how strong of a bond you guys have that you guys respect each other's crafts yeah. and then it, it, even competitiveness doesn't come in between you guys yeah. and um um, so how did you guys determine like your own sound? Because I know when I hear an INQ track, I know the dis- the difference between the two. Yeah. But like, how would you describe your sounds, and how did you like develop them? In like individually. Individually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of the, it's interesting because we have a lot of the same inspirations because we kind of shared our music library over the years. A lot of that came from our uncle Paul. Do you know Paul? Uh, no, no. Okay. Paul um, Mangila from Shout from out. Type Days. <laughs> shout out Uncle Paul. <laughs> Might as well shout him out. Shout out yeah. to Paul. But yeah, he was. Oh, speaking of shout outs, by the way, we have a, you have an entourage, and oh, we do. this oh, is yeah. a special entourage. We have to <laughs> shout <laughs> it out before you get a really bad ride home. <laughs> so shout outs to. Shout out Mary and Pauline. Hey, yeah. Can you St- say something? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so that was the entourage Ooh. of Iron Q. <laughs> so back to as you were saying, um, developing your sound. Yeah, your inspiration. Yeah. So a lot of our, our music taste came from Paul, which is like, and our families as well, but that was a lot of soul, 90s hip hop. Mm. Um, but yeah, we were still able to, I guess, in terms of rap style, we picked different parts to that we were influenced by. And I feel like my sound is a bit more, it's a bit more traditional um, in the sense. Traditional in the sense of boom bap or in traditional in the sense more so like um, early 2000s? Um, I would say boom bap. Okay. Yeah, so back in, in terms the of golden flows. age, yeah, flow. Yeah. And um, I think yeah, you, the way you like lay out your syllables yeah. and your flow switch and the way you switch up your flow is very um, dedicated to that thing yeah. to the 90s of the early stages of the golden age and i do believe that also you have a slight influence of modern use Definitely. of hip-hop as well so yeah. i do feel that you're like uh if gold link went back in time and <laughs> went in the 90s era and yeah. then learnt his craft there i i feel that's your sound that's in cool. my ears yeah yeah no, i appreciate that that's the, cool the stuff that i feel like when i listen to your music i feel it's a little bit reminiscent of tribe called quest oh man that means nice. a lot. Like that's that's I it's that soulful sound, but then there's that rap in, in there as well, and that's yeah. that's the the feeling that I get. Um, and I was saying you guys t telling you guys uh, about this earlier that um, the sound that you guys have is one that isn't very prominent here in Australia. Yes. It's, it's a lot more prominent in in the states where you've got Gold Link, as as Raf was saying, you've got like Katrinata, you've got um, you know Addison Pack, and I feel like you guys sit in that that genre very very well like what was it um was there a decision that you had you made that like we want to bring this sound to australia or was this just because your influences came from yeah man i think more so the fact that we were heavily influenced by all of that kind of stuff yeah. i think a big part of our um like musical journey and listening and researching was soundcloud so we were like we're, we're definitely part of that soundcloud era of digging and finding music from there yeah. and i feel like that's where a lot of that influence came from because that's, those are the first times we heard like rappers like Gold Link and let's say like Waldo and a few of those other cats that yeah. they started rapping like lyrically and flow and cadence wise the way we liked but they were picking more like contemporary and modern sounding beats mm. yeah. so we definitely looked because we already we were listening to all that stuff instrumental wise yeah. so to then hear that happen we were like that definitely um, drew us to that sound yeah. but in terms of deciding the sonic direction that was more so just um the homies and slash producers around us that being their sound as well yeah, yeah. like um yeah. sick man what was yours what's your because we talked about um dill's um influences and his sound that he feels that he delivers what is your sound that you feel um I, I, uh, it's a bit hard to answer i've never really tried to really pinpoint it but i really feel like i've always gravitated to um unpredictable flow and mm. just dancing through the very beat. andre like yeah i'd say that andre is definitely a massive influence for me just More like experimental yeah like i like experimenting with my voice seeing what different things i can do um did you start off as a singer uh like the first time i heard you on a on a track you were singing <laughs> yeah yeah so i think like that's the uh, yeah i guess i found that first but i never i was it was always more covering things or like you know um rejigging a hook but then um, but then in saying that, I definitely try to implement that into my rap styles. Like when I do write a verse, I do like to throw in, a, there's always a bit of melody in all of my verses I find. Mm. Cause I just, and like not, I just, I just love that. That's the sound I like. 
yeah like i i feel that you're more so more melodic in your flow and then you find different pockets that way because you know when you have a melody you're in a different kind of realm of pockets that you can deliver rather than yeah. in a hip-hop yeah. sound when you're rapping you pretty much have these you have more you have more pockets but i think you have more like of a flexibility in your in the style of flow that you have so i really like the combination of used to like you being more flexible with your pockets and then um dills being more um which more traditional and a bit more technical as well in terms of using the using syllables yeah and then getting his flow really tight and i feel that used to have really complemented each other being yeah. a juxt juxtaposition uh, really a duo with a yin and yang type of vibe and that's what really makes it work because this this is kind of like a bunch of ingredients for this recipe of i and q which is fucking amazing and <laughs> you have this certain sound which i wanted to talk about because i think the past few i was listening to your past few eps and you've developed a discipline to stick to a vibe stick to a sound and that is really good in terms of branding and i respect the fact that you really stick to that sound so did you guys just made the decision to just stick to that sound or did you guys like it just happened like that i would say it more so just happened like that for the second ep a lot of that was influenced by because after the first ep we performed for the very first time together and then after a few shows we started previewing stuff from the second ep moments in between and we just noticed that it was perfect for live and i think we just got hooked on that feeling yeah because it was new to us of mm. just making people yeah, dance definitely. making people jump yeah it's an understatement because like, like trap yeah so. because people think when you think of chill laid back type of type of music it's very thin it's it's music that you can't perform and get a crowd going yeah. but but i noticed that your sound has a bop to it like your flow that you use the music that you use even if it's a slow tempo it has a certain bop to it that you can dance to i can imagine a lot of pop lockers dancing to <laughs> yeah. it yeah. i can imagine a lot of, you can probably break to it and stuff like it, it's it's, cool. it's it's a very unique tempo that you guys go and yeah so i, I reckon that's really respectable thank you man i think thank yeah you. like as he was touching on a lot of the inspiration came from the live um live experiences so when we when we started performing the first EP True and Living, that had a few more tracks where we kind of just we just really wanted to rap. It was more it was more so raps, not counting bars. And then you know, a few performances in, we realized okay that those certain songs don't sometimes don't fully resonate with the crowd. And the ones that were that had a bit more of a bop were resonating. So we definitely tried to channel a bit more of that energy moving into the second mm -hmm. project. I like yeah. I think um, making a set list in your performance is very underrated. Oh, 100%. Like people don't understand the the, the journey you have to take your audience yeah. in because like you could always put your best tracks forward, but if it's not like, if it doesn't take your crowd on a journey or you're not telling a mm. story, they might die out after track number two. Yeah, yeah. 100%. You know, it, it, it's like the tempos and the vibes you have to consider in terms of like, you know you have to have downtime so the crowd could like yeah. calm down a bit so they get live for the next track yeah. it's very underrated sure. that you know performers should consider the, their set list and you know buy some time just to think of like all those little aspects that could make it improve and tweak up a bit so yeah. i i've noticed you guys in your performing when you when you perform like i've been there on nearly in your early performances and then the ones recently as well like how did you guys adjust to performing on stage um 
our first performance we were like eyes to the floor <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i noticed that zero eye contact. <laughs> yeah. that was like yeah that was big just because it was the fear of like shit, i don't know if anyone's gonna like this as well as i haven't done this before mm. so um there was that but slowly after that we just realized i think the more the more into it we are the more into it the crowd's gonna be so it's it's a mirror like we need to be you, yeah. you gotta mirror the energy yeah 100 percent. because if they look at us and we're confident and loving it that's what we're gonna give off and they'll feel that energy and get into it too do you guys feel like um, your set now like when you perform is like the best that it can be now um, how, do you, how do you guys feel about how you like your performances now it's definitely improved a yeah 100 percent. i feel I, like we've um like from the first show to every show after that it's like I don't, we like we try to we gotta have, find a balance of this because after we come off the stage we usually critique the whole set before we even mm. inj- like get happy about it you know what I mean the first thing we get off is ask 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 Mary or Pauline or Jodio or any of the team how was it how did it sound like that because we kind of we just we nitpick straight away to nice. try and critique what we can do better for the next one mm. yeah so. and you gotta consider the fact that sometimes you're not gonna get the best audio engineer 100 that's a big lesson that's, that's, that's a lesson learned, learned yeah. real quick yeah. you, you know, gotta you gotta yeah. like let yeah. your body yeah. do the talking 100%. sometimes let your energy exactly translate through because energy when people see your energy no matter what if the sound is shit yeah it'll it'll bounce back the sound yeah. is a bonus yeah it'll, it'll elevate it to the next level but sometimes sometimes you just can't control that aspect. exactly yeah. and in that I think that's the biggest thing we've learned from it just manage your expectations kind of thing yeah because we've had the experiences of setting all these rehearsals getting really super prepared then we get to the night and the sound is just shit and then it it, it, like i mean yeah can't let that you can't let that you can't let it get to you exactly you You just got to remind yourselves okay we gave the energy that we wanted to Mm. the crowd was loving actually yeah if the crowd enjoyed it then that's all that matters yeah because that's that's good. That's, that's gonna be happening throughout your performing career because like like you see like stars <laughs> I mean Nas on top of, we saw Nas and Lauren yeah. Hill have feedback yeah from so <laughs> like, you hear he, on top yeah. of their yeah. like their freaking career and mm. still they can't get the sound like the audio engineers are you know on and off so yeah. you really gotta manage that and be able to get through that which is a hard thing to do I, I reckon yeah you guys sure. went from like, you, like like you guys said the staring down at the ground in your first performance to like you know like staring them in the face face, all the energy (laughs) right into their face how many how many performances did it take for you guys to get confident and like what did you do to get more confident when you went perform when you're performing probably for it to put a number to it maybe like five yeah around that like there's definitely there was a bit more confidence there i think a big part of that was also uh, by then we definitely had a better idea of how many people actually resonated with the music so that yeah. definitely gave a lot of confidence as we got mm. up there kind of yeah we got some like really supportive homies and like fans yeah. that turn up to the store you got a traveling to fan base <laughs> to yeah. the shows. i love it but um i so think good. a big turning point was for our e- our ep release launch party that we did last year Dope. um leading up to that that was probably one of the first ones where we went all right let's actually book rehearsal time and like have that preparation where we can be in a space and project that the pull volume that we're probably going to be projecting at exert the amount of energy that we're going to exert so we yeah. can really like you know prepare as much as we could yeah so that when we get on the stage it was seamless and mm. I've pr- i felt pretty damn happy yeah. with the performance for that that, that one, was for yeah, sure that was super rewarding just mm. being able to sell out that venue for us was, dope, was huge uh, i love yeah. i love hearing that because like supporting local talent you know getting people to support your craft yeah. locally it can be a hard thing to do 100%. and then hearing the fact that you sold out a freaking venue 
that makes everyone like happy like you get the people there mm. you get the venues happy you get the promoters happy exactly. you get yourself happy and it's an it's a next step you know it's the next level it's the next level um i just want to get to the fact that uh, how are you guys with memorizing your lyrics because you guys have so <laughs> lot many of words. syllables <laughs> so many words we're pretty good man we're actually like, pretty good yeah, yeah i feel like we like do our best to kind of really nail the verses into our head as we mm. write them so mm. by the time it comes to performing they're all just ready to be tapped yeah. into do you um when you rap and you record your verse do you have the paper in front of you or do you are you strict to the fact that you gotta record without the lyrics in front of you and you have it memorized we like to we like to do it that way for sure yeah. we prefer to have it yeah. memorized yeah. i still sometimes just read off my phone or if i've yeah. written but yeah he's yeah. pretty strict that's I'm actually a like good conversation to have because yeah there's a lot of mcs mm. no matter what stage of your career you are that there's people who rather memorize the lyrics and then speak it and then there's also the people who are really comfortable of having the lyrics in front of them yeah, yeah. and singers would have the same same thing as yeah, well professional right? singers will have like an ipad in front of them or yeah. they'll have like you know a, a, a sheet book in yeah. front of them yeah a book sheet whatever um, they'll have the notes or they have the, the lyrics in front of them. Yeah, do you guys have that as well? Or what's the, I, I think I I, th I think having to learn other people's songs is much harder than yeah, having to yeah. learn your, your own. Definitely. Um, but yeah, have, have you ever had, I remember, okay, I'm gonna get nerdy real quick. Um, I went, in high school, we had to learn musicals and stuff. And there was this long song where, where and what we did was we posted up the lyrics because this is the auditorium like right at the back of the auditorium and we we're doing this like dance number and um we were like everybody's looking yeah everyone's <laughs> looking up at, everyone's looking up at the back and the all the audience was like what the fuck are they looking at they'll turn around the lyrics are like posted up on the back it's hilarious fucking it was embarrassing <laughs> you could have helped yourself with like looking at the ground and your lyrics yeah. <laughs> are just there Party. No, but like yeah I, I want to shout out to everyone out there the creatives especially musicians what do you do do you like read lyrics while you record or do you like prefer to have them memorized in your head yeah like when i was doing music i was i was the type to have the lyrics in front of me i'd much prefer to try and memorize it and get be Same. like uh, be like an actor in, in in a sense and be able to focus on emoting those lyrics rather than 100%. trying to yeah. memorize each yeah. and one of them and i think that approach should be considered because Definitely. you get more emotion out of it rather than because it's like you have that barrier of the fact that you're reading yeah it's so just one is that one of the reasons why you you memorized your lyrics through um recording is it just because you Definitely, want to add some man, for sure, element yeah. to it i found that um when i would record on my like I'd record on my phone and then track it down. I'd sit with that recording for a few weeks and by the time I've mem actually memorized the lyrics and I'm spitting it in the car listening to the playback, I'm spitting it better than what I did. Yeah. Than how nice. I initially recorded it. So then from I then like on that. I was just like, man, I run. And for me, I don't like I get everyone's different, everyone minds my everyone's mind works differently, but when I'm sitting on the mic, if I'm reading, that's one more mental process to be doing mm. as opposed to just completely letting go. Yeah. Cuz then I even like yeah because i look i like to fully zone out when i'm recording like you said to be able to emote more or express more or mm. be more precise with timing of things yeah, yeah. it helps me do all it's of that more freedom yeah I, w I wish i could go back in time and just you know memorize my lyrics before i, mean, I record them. Yeah. <laughs> i got too excited i was like oh i love this shit I'm lay it down now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um so 
how did you guys start off recording i like hearing people's like uh musicians their stories of like their first time recording this is the first and then hearing the, your voice for the first time the yeah. in the playback so what was your experience like hearing your um song for the first time and when recording um well individually i was blessed because i had elo so oh yeah so yeah, you're tracking mix mixing really on tracking, the night someone <laughs> tracking me properly mixing on the spot mm. um but together like we our homie miko who's the one who produced moments in between mm. he's been my homie since like high school so did he really re- produce the other ep as well or is it different producers no, that was um jason or his producer name is picari okay so each like oh, sorry to sidetrack but is the does each of the eps just have its own producer yes, yes. is that is that the style you're going with yeah yeah yeah. That's dope. That's I think dope. I think like it's just happened kind of unconsciously, but it's like we like to when we link with the producer, we really like to just gel and like you know create our own world together. Yeah, yeah, it's dope. Yeah. Like we, in saying that we don't, it's not exclusive in that sense. Like for example, um, True and Livin did have some featured producers, mm. um, Mo one being one of them, Montel, and likewise for actually is Mums in Between is all Miko. That's all Miko. Yeah, yeah. Shout out yeah. Miko. Shout out. Kill that shit. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> so as um, your your first experience recording? Yeah. So as a as a duo with Miko, we we started off with like a USB road mic, um, and we nice. had it like didn't have a stand, just came with that little pop filter, and we just had it stacked on shoeboxes, <laughs> and we were just sitting down recording. That. Yeah, I love that shit. No, no soundproofing. He has a big German Shepherd, so we had to like lock him out of the mm. room some like of the recordings you hear the room. dog just barking and, and people like just start thinking you're door. dmx and stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna listen back to that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there's the german shepherd <laughs> but yeah well, we've been lucky to ha- like to have miko by our side because he's actually he's an engineer he studied engin- like audio oh, engineering at aim so like even though the recording quality may not have been there his ability to mix and track everything mm, was yeah. always on point that's dope sure. so like what was your experience hearing your voices for the first time first like, time like, it's one thing hearing you rap and then you're hearing it through your ear but when it's recorded mix and all that mastered shit yeah and then you hear it on the speakers and the monitors what was the feeling that you got mm. from that yeah that i was like i got hooked to it like, oh sweet so you love the sound of your own voice yeah. so like, like rap prior- you like the same <laughs> <of your voice. laughs> prior to mixing and stuff like i was definitely weirded out hearing myself the first mm. time and like i i couldn't I think I struggled listening back to my own music, mm. but after hearing stuff mixed, mastered, I knew that it could get to that sound. Like I had an understanding, nice. it can be that good. Yeah, and yeah, I was hooked to that. Nice. I so it's like play yeah, back more uh, and more, yeah. so I know where I can improve. Because it could sound like, oh, what's the sound like um, when you hear your voice when it's unmixed, unmastered, yeah, and it's a bit muffled and stuff. Is like yeah. you got to understand that you got to add layers to it. It's you got to balance it. You got to balance that. You get it EQ'd and everything. There's more to it than just recording put it in and yeah so some people get turned off by that but then when they master it then they're like oh shit i'm a star yeah <laughs> i want to re- keep recording <laughs> so just know how's your like um experience hearing your voice because i think you're the because like did you hear your the first time you heard your voice was it singing or was it rapping singing for sure yes yeah, so, so that would be a different type of experience so. yeah definitely um yeah i think the, the, one of the biggest things when i was trying to figure out my voice for rapping was trying to like I sh- at the beginning i struggled to pick a tone i didn't know how I want, like if i was mm. if I had to rap a bit deeper or rap higher or what so mm. that was probably the one of the first kind of learning curves i went through and then you just started doing harmonies and just do all of them yeah. <laughs> and he's like might as well pretty much <laughs> 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 like, Fuck it. i'll just do all the all the keys <laughs> um f- 
pretty much. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so what did you settle with? Did you, did you like you more? I think when you rap, you do a more of a low to mid. Yeah, tone. yeah, definitely. You figured out. Your yeah, bass eventually I, fig- I figured mm. it out. Like I, I, you know, tracked a few more, um, and yeah, I just got comfortable with a particular tone. Um, I think that's a typical journey of a rapper. Like they start off with a higher tone, and as they grow as a MC and a rapper, they when, start using a lower tone when they balls drop. Mm. Yeah, oh, no, no, it's like you know, they just start a bit. I think they get too excited to to rap, and then it's just like, the, and then the aggression just comes off with a higher tone. Yeah, and then after when they calm down and they understand how everything works, their tone gets a bit mm-hmm. lower. You notice it from like the like Eminem. You notice it from say yeah, Lupe, sure. and then like as a rapper yourselves, you probably started off with a higher tone, and then as years progress, then you started doing a lower tone, which is a bit more in terms of like. I think it's it's a bit more engaging. Yeah, yeah. I think it also shows a bit more control. Yeah, uh, control. I think, yeah, it, I think I think it sounds as well like more confident and more like relaxed as yeah, well. Yeah, that's definitely that's yeah. a good word. Yeah. Relax is definitely something. Oh, I want to throw it to the ladies behind me. Do you like to listen to a rapper with a higher tone or a deeper voice? Deep, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely deep. All right, sweet. <laughs> and yeah, that's the measuring that's, stick that's of um, what, how you should do it. So audience participation. Yeah, I love. <laughs> Deep I voices all the way, <laughs> <laughs> but um, in terms of um, your music, like, um, are you are you gonna try and take it to a different direction in the future, or do you really like this pocket that you're in? Um, we definitely want to experiment more, or we have already. Um, Can you like, give us an insight of what you've experimented with? Yeah, where you're doing some traps, where you're um, doing some drill. We've we've <laughs> no done drill. we've done some trap, um, but want to or like we have started to move towards a bit more jazzy um nice. more just yeah just like soulful hip hop yeah. that we grew up on and we've always wanted to yeah make our own like yeah um, that jazz vibe yeah, i think like that, that needs to come back like it's it's slowly getting there but it's t- it's going for more of a less jazz more chill type of um mm-hmm. like a like like back to the tribe called quest days or yeah. like even they were jazzy so like i think bringing back that jazzy sound i think that'll especially in the climate of this like local hip-hop now where yeah. it's it's all mostly drill and hardcore tracks mm-hmm. yeah like adding a little <laughs> mellow alternative i think that'll For be sure. awesome I, I think you guys do provide that yeah i think your music is very accessible to people because like music nowadays like there's there's the stuff that's drilled there's stuff that's trapped but not everyone can get can that not everyone resonates with that or that doesn't resonate with everyone yeah yeah um, and i feel like the music that you guys make um it can resonate with a with a wider range of people with a wider demographic and even the people who listen to drill not they're not going to be in drill mode all the time they got to clean their house sure. sometime <laughs> yeah. they got to wash their dishes sometime yeah, no, man, all the time i know like, breaking breaking dishes and shit <laughs> They're just yeah. forcing that vacuum onto that ground, <laughs> like, uh, but like that mellow sound is perfect for like cleaning. It's clean. I love cleaning music. I'm, I'm for sure. I'm a like a advocate gonna, for cleaning music. New music in a pigeonhole. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, Here we got IQ with some cleaning music. Hey, cleaning music. If you want to wash your dishes and get it effectively done. Listen to Iron Q. Iron Q. Washing the dishes for hey, you. Maybe you get like a branding partner with like Windex or something. Like that. <laughs> hey, there we go. And <laughs> Tony. <laughs> in saying that, I think the the newer stuff that we're working on is a balance between it's soulful, it's jazzy, it's it can be chill, but you can kind of 
it's keep, keep it, that it'll keep yeah. yeah it's gonna keep you moving still it depends on how you want to yeah. listen to it i like that I like it. yeah because you guys like you can get people like dancing and just thinking about life at the same time yeah man that's for sure like, that's, that's the a goal. beautiful way that's, to put it man they're yeah. like they're like full pop locking and they're like man <laughs> I need to finish off my assignment. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it, am man. I doing with my life? <laughs> That's Fuck, one I got thing. some bills to pay. <laughs> I shouldn't get that next drink. You could be saving lives with your music. <laughs> that is something we've laughed about, man. Like Love Why, like Love Why has been one of the songs that really like do well live and we laugh at the fact that everyone's jumping and yelling to a song about self-love. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great, it's, man. Yeah, it's yeah. it's, a good it's better than a lot of tracks where just there's yeah, a lot unusual. of self-hate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like um, you know, just discrimination unnecessary and all, yeah, aggressiveness. unnecessary aggressiveness yeah. and like the positivity <laughs> and self-love, that's a great way to like dance and celebrate something. That's great. And you want you guys are called inquisitive minds. Um so I want to get into the brains of Justin and Anthony into the minds into the in, minds the inquisitive minds into the I want to I want to take a journey into your thoughts well the clean stuff you know saying <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what 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 you guys what guys uh, what things make you think in terms of um what inspires you to create music like like you talk about influences you talk about like artists that you've heard in the past but is there any situations or things that really influence you to create this type of music because it's all about positivity uh it, do you is it something that you wanted to put into music because it really turns it turns the music into a some or sort of um therapy for you i, I want to hear the answer to this as well but like um where did you guys come up with the name for inq like what why why inq why inquisitive minds okay. Justin's got like a um, special backstory. It goes back to when I was, I can't remember exactly how old, but probably late primary school. Um, I was with my uncle who was a photographer at the time and he was one of the only creatives around me. And he um, just gave me his camera one time and I was shooting photos around. And then he looked at some of the photos and just told me, he's like, Man, you have you have an inquisitive mind. So like mm. it did. I, I mean, it did. Like at that oh. point in time, I didn't go. I didn't sit there and go. Oh, that's going to be my rap journey. <laughs> but that, that, like that word and that, that stuck phrase with you. stuck. Definitely stuck. So when it got time to come and try and come up with a name, um, and how was that conversation like? Were you like, oh, I got a name, and then he was like, nah, I got a name too. <laughs> <laughs> like, how was that conversation? It was. No, nah, it was pretty. Like he he remembered that story. So we were sitting down trying to figure out a name. Um, I can't even remember the other ones that we would have come up with, but I think we had a list and then he mentioned that story and because that had such a good meaning to it mm. and really resonated with our message and who we are, mm. just, it was pretty effortless. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, like, um, and just sorry to cut off your question, but it sounds like that, that rolls into like the fact that you guys have a message and you guys have for sure that you want to bring through express through your music yeah, yeah. so what is what is in terms of that like what is your mind with music like what what really makes you do this like what is the the, the, what's the purpose purpose what's the, yeah. yeah what what's the, your value that you get out I of think music our purpose is to really just document our experiences navigating through life the lessons we learned from it um put that into a song in the hopes that it resonates with someone in the way that we least like used to listen to hip hop and be like, damn, this is exactly how I'm feeling right now. I don't feel alone. Um, that's give that to people really, because like we love hip hop so much because that's what it did for us. So 
if we have the ability to give that to someone else then that's game over like I that's, like that so that's much, why man. we do it yeah and spread positivity i, I love 100%. the fact that you're spreading that in a world where this genre can spread different types of negative energy yeah you deciding the fact that you know what i'm just going to spread positivity they're going to dance to it they're going to resonate with what mm. i'm saying and it's not going to come off as preachy which is like a really hard line to follow that's yes. that was our biggest concern starting i think yeah. it's just how do we find the balance of not being because we're pretty direct i feel in what we're saying but i think it's the way we package it in terms of the flows yeah. how it complements the beat mm. but it can be a fine line of just being like damn you're just being told how to think or what to do yeah or, it comes down to the, the yeah. language you speak like yeah. if you are if you're using particular words it could come off as preachy yeah if you are directing it in a different sort of way it comes off as preachy i think the way that you do it in terms of you bringing out the positivity you're putting a mirror to everyone by seeing your music and people relating it because you're talking about yourselves That's, you're talking about like mm. how you've gone through these things and overcome rather than being like you know what this is how you do it yeah yeah because when you when you go through the fact that when you talk about this is how you do it people will be like oh you're telling me what to do yeah you're telling me yeah. this is how i should live to exactly. get some positivity rather For than sure. you expressing how you've gone through yeah. it yeah and i mean like a direct example of that is like when you have like for example your friend like you your friends going through some shit rather than trying to tell them yo you need to do this 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 and that it's like that's never really going to work if you come from a a perspective of like maybe you've gone through a similar experience and be like look man like i went through something similar and this is how i approached it yeah you might yeah. be able to share some light in terms of just other perspective it's more about relating than it is telling someone yeah, else because yeah we don't know 100%. what the fuck we're doing as well you exactly, know we're trying yeah. to we're, we're trying to figure yeah we're figuring our life out but you know documenting all of that mm. exploration in the music i like what you said as well anthony about like packaging it the right way because i feel like when i hear your music I hear the I hear the music I hear the flows first and I feel like I'm I'm resonating it on I'm resonating with it on a musical level and then so, there's that level of the like the the meaning behind it. Yeah. And I think what you guys do really well is like how you put your music together like people get behind that and that's what they, that's the first that's the surface part and when they get down to the mm. like the nitty-gritty of the music they're like oh there's a message behind that it's yeah. watching a movie it's like watching yeah. a dope film appreciate that. <laughs> that's cool you yeah. appreciate the aesthetics and how it's been put exactly. together then after that it's like you know what i'm gonna watch it again for the aesthetics and how did they put it together but then you get hit with oh fuck you know there's a message <laughs> there's an underlying message, there's an underlying yeah. message. Yeah, i have to love myself <laughs> yeah. god damn i love this and now i gotta love myself that, that, that's fucking awesome i love the fact that because you do have replay, replay value in your your EPs you. and your tracks, and the fact that you can actually peel, let the audience peel down the layers themselves rather than give them straight away, I think that's also another fact that makes you uh, more genuine and less preachy in your positivity. Man, I think Thank another you. thing that we, we we try to do as well is um, if one person's giving a, a certain perspective on a topic we like to try and balance it out so that you know verse two might come from a different angle rather than doubling and saying the same thing or same message nice. mm, for nice. like for example he might be coming from a you know somewhat enlightened um 
like conscious perspective and then maybe verse two will be coming from a more ignorant point of view to try and I love that. Know, give more context to the t- to the subject matter yeah. so uh, i, like I want to get i want to get into that too so who decides to have the first verse of the track do you do, do you <laughs> write your verses first or do you come into the, to the before recording or before writing you'd be like um i want to approach it this way i want to be first yeah. because i have this story or well, what's what's the process like what's choosing? the writing process there's no like yeah. set process but i would say like majority of the time it has just been um writing verses first and then, and we then see whoever finishes first will show and then we kind of just place it like that or if i come up with a hook first um we'll say this leads nicely into the hook like this so place it here just yeah. like that yeah. definitely nothing set like going into it yeah. we always start with just sitting with the instrumental and seeing what we both feel like what it both makes us feel and then we find the common ground between that mm. and then that gives us the context for our verses yeah and, and you record together in the same room and everything yeah yeah write yeah. together as well or do you go separate ways and write usually that? we write separately yeah usually yeah. like the writing happens in our like our own individual time when we come together it's more so for tracking and refining yeah 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 and then you get feedback from each other yeah see how it coordinates sure. and everything Definitely. Nice. That's dope. Who comes up with who comes up with the hooks the most? I mean, this guy right here. Yeah, I'll be you, but you're a singer, right? <laughs> Shit. That's yeah. the thing, though. Like him being a singer inspired me a lot to experiment with my voice. Like I, I can't sing like full blown, but I have. I'm aware I have a specific tone that I can play around. So definitely, definitely. it helps. Or like I can write something that will like I can't deliver myself, but he can, or Gabby can, or. Yeah, nice. I think that's like the under um, appreciated part of having a group in a world where we got a lot of individual rappers, solo artists. You you kind of like miss you kind of miss the facts that in a group you have people building each other up and motivating each other, yep. and then they're going for the same goal. Uh, I I want to go to the fact um, to how your experience in terms of being a duo. Have you guys experienced doing being doing solo stuff before, Bef- like um, after being a duo? Not after, no. So like, uh, it'll be perfect for you because you have you done so? Um, no, 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 yeah. no solo stuff. So, Dills, how's your experience of working solo, and then and then yeah. working as a duo with Justin? Prefer working as a duo. Like it was nice. To less verses. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> less <laughs> work. <laughs> Half the work's done. Um, but yeah, that like that's a good point though. But um, I think it's a big a big part of it is that we really refined our purpose within the music together. Mm. As whereas when I was doing it solo, it was more kind of just doing it blind. And, like I had things to say, but there was no like cohesion between. I was still kind of lost in the purpose. So after I was recording with Elo, like most of the stuff I did was features with him or collaborations with him. I went off after started making music a bit with Miko, but I just kind of lost the passion for it because I didn't have anyone to bounce off or, and again, lack of purpose. But then when we linked, we have each other to check each other, inspire each other, bounce off all the time. So it, I definitely prefer working as a duo. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So nice. like, how's your experience with um, working as a duo? Has it really built, like, did you write a verse and then get his feedback and then it, you just made changes to your verse to make it even better and has you have you grown as an artist um because of the fact that you are a duo yeah definitely i would definitely say working in a duo has has affected my like progression um 
yeah mainly like because like even before i started rap rapping i like really held anthony high as a rapper like i really i love this style i loved yeah. how he sounded he's so. a bass you're a bass bro <laughs> <laughs> so for me it was like, in the in the beginning there was definitely like a bit of a like a hurdle to get over of feeling like i was chasing him because i had just started so it was just like off the bat i'm like there's no way i can be as good as him because he's been doing this and he sounds tight and i'm just getting into it mm. but that's so why it was dope comparing, you bring, yeah. comparing yourself <laughs> lie that stop bro yeah. but that's the thing. like it was dope to have anthony to check me in the beginning already and like help me acknowledge and embrace my difference and our difference and what mm. what was unique about my style create so your own path it, uh, yeah so exactly so it allowed me to go oh shit okay yeah fuck um I, I do feel a bit more comfortable doing that. I'm experimenting more with that. And then it just allowed me to go deeper and deeper and finding my own style. Yeah. We, which that. led to the point, like it got to the extent that he would show me verses and I'd be like, fuck, I need to step my shit up. Like, <laughs> nice. Let's add more syllables. Yeah. yeah. I like hard. It Rap faster. <laughs> we have ah. more harmonies. <laughs> so more harmonies. All of the harmonies. All of them. Which uh, is good. Through the like whole the, verse. Because sometimes maybe the competitiveness or bouncing off can lead to just overlaying of too much. You know, sometimes you need to find a way to pull down the layers. Less pull is down more. Less is more. Yeah, yeah less yeah. is more. Sometimes more syllables is, I like, because I want to hit the fact that you kind of found that good pocket of rapping fast, but people can understand it and take it in hmm. easier than people who just, you know, sometimes you hear a track, Eminem's a perfect example. You hear a lot of words, yeah. I don't know what the hell he's saying sometimes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But like you come, you, you find that, you found that pocket where it's um, it's perfect to understand, but yet I'm still impressive how you can hold a flow yes, for that man. long. That means a lot. We try. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that we've talked about on the podcast before is like um, being a, a jack of all trades or jack of many trades in it or a master of one or two. Um, it seems like Justin, you're pretty, you know, you, you know your way around a camera and, um, has that skill has, have, has what you, like your camera skills kind of informed your, your, like your music career. Has that, has there been like a, a flow effect in, yeah, man. in terms of the learning for and skills? For sure. Cause, um, yeah, so professionally I'm a photographer, so I've done I've done a lot of work in content creating and branding. Yeah. Hey. Helping other artists come up with their stuff like um like Anthony mentioned earlier, I used to take all the press shots for Elo and Lee and all the homies there. Yeah. I've shot for I've done press shots for artists like Sampa the Great and B Wise and stuff like that. Hey, Flex. Um <laughs> but just wants to drop some names. <laughs> you go. You go. But do, you, man. Do, doing that doing that kind of stuff definitely gave me uh a cool perspective when yeah. approaching our shit because I realized I you know understood the importance of a brand yeah and just consistency and content and all that kind of stuff hell yeah yeah and and with creativity there's different aspects that come that can lead into different aspects of um, creativity so with when you're learning to do photography and say a videography and all that stuff you learn to be more attentive to detail Yes, and that could really. that that skill could lead into music where you're more you get more attention to detail to syllables sounds tone and all that stuff so and also with photography with the creative mind you go for more of a you could learn structure and yeah. like framing and all that that could lead into how you structure your songs definitely so is there any type of was that the case in terms of you making that transition um yeah man i think a more like a more obvious example is that i uh, aside from one video, I've kind of directed and co-shot all the videos along with my partner Mary. 
So that's def- that's Shout definitely outs. been one like massive tra- like transition. Yeah, yeah it's best fact, to be right? like a uh, person in front of the camera and directing, then you can get your good good slide <laughs> constantly. <laughs> it's like what? Oh, Yo, I'm <laughs> sweating in this frame, bro. Take it out. <laughs> <laughs> Someone Photoshop the sweat patches, please. It's like we're always filming on his left side. Like all the vi- <laughs> video, <laughs> all the shots are on his left side. Why? Because he's you know he's directing. It's it's art. It's art. <laughs> composition. 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 <laughs> the right side because we're always on the left. <laughs> but do you still do um, photography? As we speak, like yes, I do. Is it still it's still yeah. a career for you? Is that, do you is that more so your full time job or? Um, yeah, pretty much. Like I've, I mean, I do still work a retail job, like two three days a week, and then on the side of that, I'm a freelance photographer. Yeah. I mean, I was gonna say we couldn't tell you came into the you came into the studio with the <laughs> 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 Yeah, you got one delivered as well. <laughs> I'm like, whoa! <laughs> nice man, nice. Um, do you guys uh, have anything coming up in, in any releases coming up? Yes, we do. So um, we've got a music video for track off the EP Moments in Between. Um, Should be out now. Yeah. Yes, it will be. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, frequency. Yeah. Hey. And then on top of that, we've got, we're sitting on a couple singles. Um, one produced by Astro. Oh, it's dope, dope. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then another produced by Sully. I don't know if you guys have heard. I think I've heard of him. He's been killing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Sweet. Yeah, so cool. do we have a, like a, a date we can expect these songs? I mean, like the plans, I mean, we spent all of last year writing and preparing to just get ready to release this year. The plan yeah, well, is... How, how long has it been since your last EP? The EP dropped in... October. October. But like okay. that, we had finished writing that early 2019 slash late 2018 so we spent all of last year writing and recording wow. yeah. so now Just we're, we're excited we're ready to go we're going to be trying to drop a single every month plus oh dope yeah yeah uh, each of them having a video uh maybe not every single one with a video but most. we got a few most most of them we got a few videos yeah. in mind nice and then dope are you going to be changing your sound a little bit or are you, you going to be expecting to like Keep the same vibe. Yeah, expecting to hear some of that experimental stuff. Yeah, the, the for sure, for sure. There's definitely yeah. the next couple of releases. We've kind of, it, it, we didn't have it on purpose, but um, they've all got a slightly different sonic and like sound to them. Nice, freaking excited, man. <laughs> how about excited how about performances? Sure. Are you performing anything anytime yes. soon? Well, actually, that's a, thank you for that segue. Um, Feb, Feb 29, we're actually putting on an event at Kelly's on King. They've reached out and asked us to curate a bit of a lineup. So. Um, We'll be playing. We've got uh, homie Zion Garcia performing as well. Mary's going to be doing her first live set. Hey, Sully's hey, also going to be playing. Hey. Um, but in saying that, so we're like we're keen for that performance because we're going to try and we want to really pretty much present and test out all the new stuff coming out. Nice. So yeah. you're kind of like it's like stand up comedy. Like <laughs> you know how they go to like clubs and they just you test, test out, out jokes yeah. and yeah, exactly. material. For sure. And if it, if if there's a vibe there, like okay, let's add some layers to it. Definitely. So you. Do you do that? Do you do that often, or are you more so like um, we did with the last EP for mm, sure, and yeah. then we've kind of kept it in practice. Mm. Definitely helps. We just want to see that. what I love that you guys yeah. do that. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Has there been any it. tracks that you performed live and then you didn't get a good vibe off it? Therefore, it didn't really you know get onto the EP. Um, I, I wouldn't say to that extent. Like I'd say other tracks shine more than other tracks for okay. live, yeah. but I won't say anything yeah. bombed or anything like that. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. All right, so like, so let's let's watch this music video. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's throw <laughs> it up. Like, I want to, I want to react. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're about to watch "Frequency" by INQ. 
Who shot this video? Uh, me, Mary and I. Nice. Obviously, did you shot this part? <laughs> we divide the room. Something about me need to know who's who. Is it worth my years? I don't waste my breath lately. Look at time like it's an investment. Five senses in effect for assessment of the best outcome for my own health as a whole. Yes, I've been told all about the deception. How it stem from insecurity suppressed by the rest of the world spin round. You gotta keep a look out for yourself. I get it. I get it. I too am trying to make a living. Don't forget it. Man, it's cold and pathetic. Don't sweat it. Crystal clear with intent. Man, I swear I spend no expense on a mission. Ain't nobody missing. Shout out Woodcross Lake <laughs> and Mix and Mash Bakery doing side. <laughs> Shout outs to the pigeons. Did they get paid? <laughs> Them ducks. Exposure, bro. exposure. Them ducks. <laughs> no, no, pigeons. Shut up. <laughs> hey. Is that like a metaphor? Like you're just throwing bread? Two birds. Yes, there is. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Way too many Hey, Iron Q hat. <laughs> Shout out Troy O'Shea. Shout out to the two tone on your your shirt. Hey. Nice sponsorship there. Hey. Gave all the bread to the ducks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on bricks now. See the metaphor over there? Hey. What's that on your jumper? Uh, it's a llama. Ah. Yeah. Would have been dope if it was a goat. Trying <laughs> <laughs> like hit a message. Huh? It's a good merch idea. <laughs> I just realized I dropped the word llama in my verse in this one. That's pretty oh, funny. Hey. I like this angle. This is handheld? Nice. The shots look really cool. Yeah, I like the composition on that one. Thank you. It's like the J. Cole album, um, album cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Forest Hills Drive. Hey, Miles nice. in Between. That's fucking dope, man. Thank I you. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, it seemed like it had lots of um, like innocuous shots, just like just like everyday shots, but then it felt like there's more of a meaning behind those things. Is that is was that the case when you when you came up with the concept for this? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think we we we've always we've, we really like the idea of having trying to put a narrative into into the video clip so for this one i mean the subject matter of the song is all about energy like it's about just being conscious of your energy um what like being able to read people being able to like un uh, unknowingly giving off certain energies mm. um but also trying being conscious of your use of your energy like um so the metaphor the metaphor is so sometimes we we go we go out and then we you know in, through our interactions we give all of our energy to multiple people and you know take on things from everyone uh, by the time you get home you're drained yeah. and you don't really you got for, nothing left. yeah if you got nothing left if you mm. especially if you're you know of the lifestyle of having a creative pursuit or needing to do things after your nine to five um 
if you've got none of that energy left, then the creative juices aren't there. So we yeah. wanted to use the bread as a metaphor for energy. Ah, yeah. so like if you yeah, so in the beginning there's like a bit of a narrative of seeing empty bread, empty bread bin. He deals up, he buys the mm. bread, then we give all the energy off to the ducks, kind of thing. Hey, yeah. I'm glad I caught that. Yeah, and it's just like little Easter eggs. Like I mean, the the fence shot is like we we literally used to sit there when we were kids. That's on that house. That's my that's house. Yeah, so yeah. we were. How shooting. high is that um, fence? I mean, the brick. I mean, it's not too high. Probably like three meters. It looked, high. Yeah. It looked pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Purposely cut meters. the bottom off. You know, they don't want our feet dangling <laughs> yeah. on the floor. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I yeah. love that. So like, um, how did you go? Did you have like a, did you storyboard it? And yeah. So or I mean, a big shout out to Matthias Bola. So he directed our natural high video clip and that was so. the first time we collaborated with a director and just learned a lot working with him in, in regards to the process and how they prepare to shoot a music video. Mm. Whereas before that we were kind of just like, let's get to the location and spit in front of the mic and do good compositions. But he showed the other side of like yeah the importance of storyboarding mm, knowing prepping. exactly what you're going to shoot yeah so like this time around i like hand drew what i wanted to happen frame by frame so That's when dope. it came time to shoot it it was only maybe two max three takes of each thing and then by the time we cut it there was no questioning what went where like we mm. knew this part needed to be here this part needed to be here and yeah. it was just a matter of kind of filling things in with either b-roll or performance yeah and you um, get more time efficiency out of 100%. it. hundred percent. I mean, you would yeah. know this. Uh, mm. I'm sure you've had a similar experience, but in the beginning we would just go, all right, let's go multiple locations and wrap the whole song mm. in every one of those locations. <laughs> and then just, and then have of hours of footage to cut, like to pick from by the time you're yeah. cutting the video together. So we learned real quick that, yeah, that was not the most efficient way to do it. Yeah. yeah I still do that sometimes, but you know, <laughs> it's for like, but it's also <laughs> but like I've a safety learned, thing I've though, learned, right? Yeah, yeah. I've learned to, you know, be let go of like the safety net and just dedicate this location for this verse, this um, this one part for the chorus, and yeah. then you know tell the story and be de committed to the story. Yeah, mm. because sometimes if you give that leeway of performing the whole song on a location, you give that leeway of um, adjusting the story, and you lose that commitment, and that could lose that message you're trying to send. Definitely, I think from a, like a musical standpoint as well. I mean, for me, I I like to when I'm tracking something, I just put everything in there, like you know. Put a put a put a guitar, put a drum, put a different drum, put in like you know keys, and put other synths and everything, and then listen back to it. Okay, I don't need this, I don't need that, I don't need this, and I feel like it's it it would be the same with filming. Film everything so you have all of these things. Yeah, have all of these assets, and then you can just chip chop and choose which one mm. you want. At least you know you got what you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. For sure. yeah. Yeah. So did Mary shoot the whole thing? Uh we both did. Yeah. So nice. which parts did you shoot? Um. So pretty like my frames, yeah, all of Anthony's frames. Yes, yeah. pretty much like I compose all the tripod shots. Yeah, you did a low angle shot on purpose to show off his beard. <laughs> <laughs> Ref's got a really good beard. If you can't tell. That's why he brought <laughs> it up. That's why he brought that beard. <laughs> 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 compliment each other's beard. <laughs> Asians with beards. You know, so. I could have used the ducks. Like speaking of ducks, the birds, um, beard. Also, <laughs> beard, birds, beards. <laughs> hey man, you you're, you're growing a good beard yourself, man. I love it. I love. I love it. it. <laughs> Alright, we'll, we'll leave you two guys. And our beads. Uh, <laughs> Don't stroke the ego, stroke the beard. But um, in terms of like, I love the fact that you're you're doing simple everyday scenario situations mm. and adding a little story to it. It's kind of similar to that um, the song where you're in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. And you just next to the 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 clothesline and then walk into the couch and stuff. It's very simple, very relatable, and it's got a unique aesthetic to it. Yeah. So you found that little 
little um, vibe and theme. Are you going to continue doing that in the future, or are you going to try and stray and try different experimental stuff? I feel like it's always going to be like a, a backbone of our visual direction, but we're all, like we're definitely going to be open to experimenting more, especially as we begin to collaborate with more other directors. Yeah, yeah. Um, like this kind of like everything you spoke of has just been like it's just been a product of us trying to do the best with what we have like it was like yeah. you know we didn't we didn't have fancy equipment we didn't like have funding to book places or do that kind of thing but we so we figured why not use kind of like our ability to capture things but capture the shit that actually happens and exactly. that's important mm. man yeah. and like it's just i feel like it creates a, a relatability a relatability for the viewer yeah man because yeah, for yeah, us yeah. it's like we'd be watching videos where everything's super super extravagant and you're watching it like man I don't have five Rolls Royces. And you don't have a wind tunnel. Twenty women. <laughs> like that's not realistic. Well, when that music like, video comes, when you do, <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you'll be like so real that, that this is my life now. There's nothing else I can show. I gotta show off my fancy shit. Gotta <laughs> gotta show off this this mansion that I actually own. What what I what I've seen from a lot of local artists now is that they showcase where they're from, mm. and in their videos they've got you know. The local shops have they got the like the 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 train station i love that you guys put like woodcroft in woodcroft <laughs> lake in there mm. like was that was that a perfect uh like a, sh- a deliberate decision or was it just like wait, let's just shoot here and, uh i mean it, 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 i think it was deliberate because yeah. we did have there was the conversation was there too um of do we go somewhere further east or in the city and have a more aesthetically pleasing water duck feeding scene or do like we try and keep it real so we just yeah. wanted to yeah. keep it real yeah plus nice. you know you save petrol <laughs> <laughs> tolls that and new tolls. tunnel's pretty expensive man yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Get it yeah. All done in one was day. the ducks always there oh yeah or we, did like, you have we, to wait for the ducks to come yeah. we scouted it like a week before and we were like all right there's ducks here sort of ducks. did you check the time it's like <laughs> they come here at 3 uh, 3 p.m you know what you guys should have said you should have been like yeah no we had someone come in and they brought like ducks <laughs> <laughs> that that took most of the budget so <laughs> so now we're broke now this, it, we, there was one duck we just photoshopped the rest <laughs> after effects is a crazy this tool one duck was a diva man we just uh like wanted all of the bread which is fucking annoying <laughs> But well like, done, man. Yeah, well man. Done. The you, music video is awesome, man. And thank you for letting us um, react to it. Oh, man. It's the first time we reacted to someone's music video on like on the spot and having our first impression of it. And then we're talking about the the process of creating the video. How like one one thing is like how long did it take to film the whole thing? Uh, so was it last week? It was a week before last week. Week before last. Week before last week. On Tuesday. Yeah. So scout like one day of scouting, and then shot all day on the Tuesday, and Mary and I had it edited by the Wednesday. A Man. quick yeah. turnaround. I love yeah. that. <coughs> it's just, you know, I mean, yeah. There's a there's a different kind of motivation when it's your own product. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You just <laughs> you want to get it out there. <laughs> want this done. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So, um, where can they find your music? Um, all streaming platforms. So Spotify, Apple Music, uh, videos will be on YouTube. SoundCloud, SoundCloud, all that, yeah. Bandcamp. Whereabouts can people find you, man? Like your your, your socials. You said you said already Instagram, the best place to. Yeah, man. I think yep. Instagram would be the best. We're just we just go Facebook under as well. Yeah, Inquisitive yeah. Minds. That's just the full thing. Is what we yep. go under on socials. So I N Q dot, and then the rest. Yeah, we could talk about your aesthetic branding, but that'll just lead to another hour. <laughs> <laughs> all right, welcome to the segment of the podcast called the Cheat Code Stash, where we're gonna l- listen and share local music in sydney australia and around the country so we usually want to um 
I think we're going to do a video to this one. Let's do a video to this one and showcase our favorite jams local. And we usually start off with Don doing stuff. So what song yep. did you want to play on the Cheat Coder stash? So I found this track recently. If you've been following my Instagram stories, you would have seen me um, listening to it in the car. Um, but there's a young producer um, who goes by the name of Lawrence. Uh, his artist name or his producer name is Law, Law OS. Um, I know he's been producing for such a long time. Um, his vibe is very like the R&B, um, late 90s, early 2000s kind of R&B. He wrote and produced this track and he's got Glenn Lumanta singing on it. Um, nice. It's a, to Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> both of them are beasts and they're both talented. Um, I'm just going to play it. I like. thought you said both of them are beasts. Sorry. <laughs> both of them are beasts. Musician, beasts of musicians. Um, this track is called No Running Back by uh, Law OS and Glenn Lumanta. I love that drum, it's like this track. Yeah, yeah, 90s for sure. It reminds me of a Mario track. Right? You know, you can't go wrong with Glenn. I know, his voice is it's just, just, <laughs> <laughs> just too perfect. Bring back the 90s. 90s, early 2000s R&B. That was a sweet spot. Yeah. Oh! I love this shit. It really, it really like takes you back, eh? Yeah, man. Even back to the like the boy band days when you yeah, started off liking boy bands. This is the crazy part. I lost my mind when I first heard this because it turns into like this almost future bass track. Hey. It's a reminder that you're in 2020. Throw back then throw, uh, throw forward. And that was No Running Back by Law nice. OS and cool. Glenn Lumanstein. I love that shit. Yeah. Sweet. Check that out. All right. Cool. Um, the, we got our guest INQ in the building. Um, did you guys have a song that you wanted to nominate um, for the Chico to Stash? Um, so I'm named Jerry, so he used to be based in Sydney, but he's moved over to Melbourne. He goes under the name Ijale, I-J-A-L-E. A. Um, should I just pull it up on my... What's the track? Third Tempo one, man. I really like that. Like, it's not a yeah. brand new song, but like, if you haven't heard of this, dude, really like the shit. All right, so this is Ijale with Tempo. It's just odd. It's just like these... Hey. Just we're gonna We're going to start dancing, aren't we? Okay. Add the layers to it, baby. Low cold like threadbow. I can hear the like similarities of your sound and this sound. Similar, similar He's singing too. So he's produced everything, mixed everything, him. Yeah. played instruments. Following him now. <laughs> 
Where, where's he from? Hey. This will go like like in a in a performance stage or like a club. Is he a musician? Yeah, man. Yeah. So before he went solo, he was in a band, a, like production group called Spirals. Yeah. Oh man. And that was Tempo by Ijale. There's a lot going on in that track. Yeah, man. A lot of vibes, yeah, man. sure. But oh. balanced. It's nice. I like that. That's fucking like dope, that a lot. Check that out. All right, I'm going to play the new 1-4 track. Let's do it. 1-4. Welcome to prison. Welcome to prison. Man. It's a different sound to what they're, um, they've are they been, everyone's accustomed to. So I heard this today as well. And the um, video's dope as well. Yeah, man. Really I'm enjoyed this one. very impressed. I haven't seen the video yet. Video's dope. Like... Uh, I, a friend of mine was talking about it and it's like they almost it's almost as if they like predicted exactly what was gonna happen because the the video um one of them one of them is leaving prison yeah. when the other one is going into prison yeah. and it was as if um yeah they knew what was gonna happen they're like the simpsons of um hip-hop <laughs> in sydney all right so this is welcome to prison by one four hey Already the gospel yeah, man. man. Super, Already super happy different sound. Yeah. So much more soulful. It's the content that dro drove the change. They can do more than just drill. It's crazy. Yep. Pray for the best, expect the worst. Don't make promises if you go back in your word. If you're doing it wrong, you gotta be willing to work. Hit a search and grab the dosh, gotta get to it first. See, I grew up in Gives church, me like uh, devils in my ears, saying Rick Ross inspirational vibes, you know. I be skipping school, dishes, sides in the alley as a youngin'. Never a boss, bro, I was running. I started running bad just to get paid. Now, bro's got beef, I got it up with a price. See, my blood get got, and that's where my heart changed. Took a couple L's, but that's part of the game, living. Learn, take it how it comes, and if it kicks off, brother, don't run. I was taught from young that I'll get caught up in the system, didn't listen, and that's how I got done. See, I'm just trying to make a living, lad, and just do me. You gotta appreciate that they can tell a story. You're so used to hearing just like the vibe that they give off their drill tracks that you forget that they can actually rap and build a song. Tell a story. I think that's what they've always tried to do, though, because like. Like drill was just, that, uh, drill yeah, was just so their, like their, their way of like uh, expressing like their story. Even in their drill tracks, they're speaking yeah. some shit. Yeah, and they're painting a picture. Yeah. but it gets overlooked by the by the aesthetics as well as the sound. The feel. Yeah, the feel. You, like get pumped up, you just forget that the aspect of the storytelling that they can bring. Yeah. and they're really improving Definitely. in each track. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, and I think I think. Like some, one thing you can't deny that they're they're, they're talented and they, they know how to kind of definitely market themselves, right? therefore they've been causing a huge impact in the scene which is crazy mm. yeah but yeah I look it's forward for to everybody. see what direction they're gonna be go for, going from here oh, yeah this is this is it's crazy and um so yeah so check out those three songs Whew. and we'll put the three songs on the link below as well as, as the well new as song from my and the yeah. new, and the song new from video from that'll probably be a separate Thank video you. yeah I don't know I know how I'm going this is the first time I'm doing all this shit <laughs> so. 
yeah check them out and also check out um the rest of our channel on youtube subscribe to us because we need more of a following follow us on spotify <laughs> us. rate us on itunes exactly or apple, apple podcasts so if um, you if you feel like you want to listen to us on the train or in the car or washing dishes we can cleaning? we're on spotify do the same thing with these guys <laughs> yeah. inq check them out on spotify and all your streaming platforms and check out their yeah. video on youtube and go to their socials man and once again Follow. when's the next when's the next gig for you gig for you guys it's on the 29th yes 29th, 29th of feb yeah and kelly's on king yeah hey with a bunch of kings playing so. hey. <laughs> I love that shit. thank you any all last right. words boys and I'm just really appreciative of you guys having us here, man. For sure. Been dope of having a conversation. All right, it's a dope conversation, guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, where can they find you, Don? They can find me on um, Instagram at Don Doing Stuff. Um, hit me up if you want to like get into some audio projects or do some do some co- copywriting. Um, <laughs> I, I almost fucked that up like a lot. <laughs> just general stuff. Or if you want to do some, no. I'm gonna <laughs> hey. You can um, find me rafflores.com or even just if you want to inquire with video services whether it be a wedding video whether it be a, a music video promo video corporate video real estate anything to do with a visual video, and you video, want someone to help you out you. <laughs> you can find me and inquire through info at rafflores.com yo so thanks once again to INQ thank you for guys. doing your thing and keep making the music keep yeah, changing man. keep progressing I love seeing you guys Oof. grow Oof. whether it be on the sure. stage or on a track so keep doing your thing and don't keep doing your thing as well, bro. I, I keep doing my stuff. <laughs> keep, keep doing your stuff. You know why? You want to know why? why? Because this has been another episode of, of the, the Cheat Coders. Coders. That's a wrap. That was tight. Thank you so much. That was sick. <laughs>